0: to connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day edition. It's the Valentine's special.
1: Love this holiday.
0: It's the best holiday. I mean, honestly, there is no holiday that gets me hornier.
1: I know you're very sarcastic and I know you probably have zero plan for me because I'm so like cool that I don't like it. But deep down, I would still like a little something.
0: What if, What if we performed at a 2000 person um, exclusively Orthodox Jewish comedy event? Wouldn't yeah. that be romantic?
1: Bombing on Valentine's Day sounds like a fun, fun time.
0: Yeah. By the way, Natasha, <clears throat> the sweetest, she she is truly a sentimental Valentine. I woke up this morning. She had made me a cup of a red hot cocoa. She bought me a $60 box of Russell Stover's stuffed chocolates and a dozen um, long stem roses.
1: No, but you know what I did do?
0: What did you do? I
1: made you coffee.
0: You made me coffee. That's true. I
1: pressed the button today.
0: You pressed that button. Because it and was you know Valentine's what? Day. I'm going to press the button tonight. Okay. If you know what I'm saying, the button of your clitoris.
1: I get it, Moshe. Happy
0: Valentine. Do you consider me, by the way, your Valentine?
1: Not really. I would I would more consider Cutie, my Valentine. The dog? Look at her.
0: She is a very sweet gal, but I mean, she can't give you what I can give you.
1: She can. Is I mean, she's poor girl. She's she's not really gonna. She's not really making it very well.
0: Oh, you think this is her last Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. You can keep her as your Valentine. She is a little bit having the vibe these days of like a like a sentient rug. <laughs> You know what I mean? She just kind of like doesn't she's do past much. Just
1: being a dog.
0: Well, she's a dog still, if you like rouse her. If you poke her or put food next door, she becomes a dog, but
1: Well soon she's gonna be a coin purse.
0: Oh no, you're gonna make her into a purse?
1: I don't know. I thought that looked cute.
0: She is a sweet. With gal. her little
1: kissing spot, like I'd, right on my little the front of my purse. I
0: don't know if our listeners or if our family can handle another dog death. I mean the especially cutie who's got an IMDB profile. I mean, she's, she's this is a famous dog. She's been on another period, she's been on other stuff, right? Right now, she's very very dog-like. But when you go, cutie, will honor you for two weeks, and then I will finally get my German Shepherd.
1: Oh, my God. What? I, we need to talk about that a little bit more.
0: I've done a lot of research. Uh, we're getting a West German show line, and it will protect our family.
1: Here's why I think getting a German Shepherd is not a good idea. No, oh, let me guess. 100% of the people that you tell you're getting a German Shepherd say don't do it.
0: Well, yeah, but those are racist people. And by the way... Um, you know, there's a lot of, of very positive things about the German Shepherd. I can't think of one negative.
1: They're known for being racist.
0: Oh, yeah. That's literally why I'm getting the dog. I think that's really cool. I think that's a positive. I, I've not a lot of dogs have racial bias. Uh, like Cutie seems to really love all people, and that's something I've always disliked about her. She's very open.
1: Good one, Mosh.
0: Thanks, Tosh. I appreciate it. Listen, German Shepherds have a. Uh, uh, you know, problematic baggage. Yes. Were they Nazi dogs? Yes. Are we going to name our dog after a Jewish Nazi hunter, Frumka? Yeah, we are. I want that dog. And here's my plan. We'll get the dog as a puppy. It's going to bond to our child, Maximilian, very closely. Oh, did I just say the name of our kid? Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's Maximilian and it'll be bonded to her. By the time they're they both teens and there's nothing to worry about. We'll train it well. We'll socialize it well. You know, the truth is German Shepherds are bred to be really good family dogs and protect their family. So there you go.
1: Right. Okay. I still have not sold me on this.
0: Listen, here's the sales point, okay? Besides the racism, which obviously is a huge sales point, um, when I go on the road and I'm planning on going on the road starting next year for 72 weeks out of the year, <laughs> Uh, When I go on the road and you are home alone with the child... Don't tease me with that much. Oh, you wish? You wish I was gone? You would be so sad if I wasn't around. The thing is... Yeah, and and you
1: leave me with a German shepherd who attacks my kid and I got to pick up its huge
0: dumps. Here's the thing about our listeners. They don't get that, like, Natasha is... This whole thing about, like, oh, you leave a mess everywhere oh Pablo drives me crazy this whole thing that she does it's an act when the lights are off when Laura presses stop on the recorder Natasha is so sweaty and on my nuts like in such a crazy way she's like always bringing me little chocolates and stuff like that this morning because it's Valentine's morning I swear to god I woke up to a 64 piece Russell Stover heart (laughs) of filled chocolates and that was sweet but it was a little bit like dude enough already She's always begging me to be for more cuddle cuddles. Is that how you pronounce it? You say, can, can, can I have some more cuddles? You know how you say that every day? What? It's the truth. And I want our listeners to know.
1: So dumb right
0: now. I don't sound dumb. If I sound dumb and I'm reporting your actual behavior, then, I mean, I guess the shoes on the other foot now who's dumb. Who's the dumb now?
1: All right. Well, listen, I really appreciate you. I love that you follow your bliss.
0: I do follow my I wish I want you.
1: Yesterday, to- you
0: oh, brother. went surfing. Here we go.
1: You played a video game for older children.
0: Uh-huh. Ooh, ooh, we don't talk about that.
1: Okay. And <laughs> hold on, hold on. And you watched the fights. Yeah. And I watched the kid all day. You were like, hey if you want to bring me a cinnamon roll you can warm it and bring it to me while i watch oh the this frights. is
0: this is funny this is funny <laughs> natasha that you the, the the audacity that you have right now to pretend that i shirked my responsibility yesterday when what what's the big event that you're missing i don't know where you tricked me into becoming a task rabbit where uh, you were like it's- oh at a tomorrow afternoon." Uh, I have somebody. It's our got, daughter's t- bunk tomorrow bed. Tomorrow after. Tomorrow after. Our daughter is an only child. Why does she have a bunk bed? Bunk beds are designed for... Bunk beds were invented for families that had more than one child that couldn't afford an extra bedroom. (laughs) And all of a sudden, these privileged only children are getting bunk beds because they need a fort up top, too, to put their stuffies. She woke
1: up this morning, looked at me, and said, I can't believe I have a bunk
0: bed. And that's why you gave her what you wanted. Anyway, Natasha was like, I want to get her a bunk bed. I gotta get her a bunk bed. She was asking for it. She asked for something, so I have to get it for her. Richie Rich must be paid. And so I said, okay, if you want to get her a bunk bed, that's cool. And Well, she said, better than getting having goes, another
1: child. She
0: goes, <laughs> don't worry, she says. Don't worry, she says. Me? Yep, this is you. That's your accent. Don't worry, she says. I'll get a pass, grab it, to take care of it. Well, day comes. It's leading up to the day of the great assembly. She buys it from a really, really nice furniture maker, um, a woodworker here in town uh, called Wayfair. <laughs> and She's like, "Don't worry, this Saturday."
1: I was trying to get a discount because the Pottery Barn one was like three thousand. So I thought, "Oh, you know, this one's like 500 So
0: she says, "Don't worry, Saturday. I got somebody coming. He's going to assemble it. You don't have to worry about it." I'm like, "Okay," because I'm I that I don't want to do that. I don't want to p- assemble a fucking bunk bed.
1: You couldn't assemble. I that couldn't bunk do it.
0: Bed. I physically, yeah, I physically, it mentally. Took,
1: it took someone six and a half hours, and it's still not done.
0: Someone. You know who else it took? Who? Me. An hour before, she says, oh, and by the way, you're going to have to help him um, bring the bunk bed in, actually carry the boxes. Okay, I said, okay, no problem. I mean,
1: Moshe, big deal. Hold on.
0: I'm not done. So I bring the boxes in. No pro- like I said, no problem. No problem, I said. Do I look like a like a woodworker to you? Did you marry a woodworker? If you wanted a real man, you shouldn't have gone to the Cux R Us comedy factory where you found me, okay? I'm a beglassed Jew. you
1: think you need a a, a woodworker to follow IKEA directions?
0: Wayfair ones because they don't even have language. It's just like a diagram with letters on it. Anyway, then she goes, oh, and by the way, I'm I'm headed out for the afternoon and he's going to need your help with it all day. No, this was like a sprung this was upon. Not me.
1: all day. This manual was like,
0: manual labor sprung you upon you. Brought me. the
1: guy a beer and you helped him with one screw. That's
0: not true, honey. I had to read for him. I had to lift stuff. I had to oh, listen. Did he do the bulk of the work? Yeah, he did. Did I know that I was going to be um, a wayfair um, intern all day? No, I did not. So the, the 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 fact that I went surfing in the morning, I, I found a little bit of peace and meditative quiet in, in the in the in the cooling and healing waters of the Pacific. I don't see that as a negative. I see that as a positive.
1: All right, well, let us know if you think it's uh, really out of line for your husband to help the person who you've hired no, to put together your no daughter's one say, bunk bed. This is what you always do, Natasha. And by the way, two minutes.
0: By the way, happy Valentine's Day. This is how we're celebrating, <laughs> is by arguing about language and rhetorical um, styles. This is what you always do. You reframe the argument as if I'm saying a thing that I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's unreasonable to ask uh, your husband... To, To help with the Wayfair thing. I'm saying it's unreasonable to trick me into doing it by saying for a week, don't worry, I got somebody who's going to take care of it. And then literally as the boxes are being opened, OPS, he needs someone to stand with him and help him.
1: Well, to my credit, it was just because one person could not lift a dresser to move it. And one person could not lift, the. it took two people to bring the bunk bed boxes in.
0: And to my credit, I just wanted a cinnamon roll. And I get you little stuff all the time.
1: All right, honey. Well, I'm sorry I didn't heat up your cinnamon roll and give it to you while you were watching the fights.
0: <laughs> Natasha, how are we celebrating Valentine's Day?
1: Uh, we are going to be performing at the Chosen Comedy Festival. That's, that's probably, right. uh, you know, tonight if you're listening to this in the morning. Oh yeah,
0: if you're in LA and you don't have plans, you could still come to the to the Chosen Comedy Festival tonight at the Orpheum Theater. All Jews, so it'll probably be a very Jewy Jewy themed evening. So if that's not your flavor, if you're one of the uh, early adopters of the german shepherd dog you might not want to come to this one but um natasha how do you feel about valentine's day is it something that you care about uh
1: no no i'm i don't it's it's one of those uh holidays that fall into the realm of basic
0: right what else is in that basic holiday what else is in the zone of b
1: um let's see well, Valentine's is kind of like the main
0: one. Yeah, Valentine's is, is a pretty rough one. I mean, it just makes single people feel like shit and people in relationships feel under the gun.
1: Well, one year I went to this thing that was really fun at LACMA and they had like, they they decided to keep the um, the galleries open until like 10 p.m. Is that the
0: one you went to with Sophia Rossi? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was fun. Was it fun? Yeah. Are you forgetting a minor detail about that?
1: You did send me flowers at the table.
0: Did I send you flowers? Didn't you? Didn't I show up with flowers? And it was when we were early dating. And no, I sh- you sent them. And I had them arrive to the table with all the girls so they could all go, aw.
1: That was really cute.
0: Yeah, and in that, do you remember what the card said?
1: No. You do? Yeah. That was I- the last time you sent me flowers.
0: That is not true. I bought you flowers this week. You did? Yes, I bought you tulips.
1: No, you didn't. Those are from Rosa.
0: No, I got you tulips.
1: Oh, yeah, you did.
0: See, this is the problem. <laughs> You accentuate, you don't accentuate the positive. You you accentuate the parts that you don't like. UFC, but tulips
1: okay Okay, okay. Um, what did the card say?
0: It said, I'm not going to be doing any fucking Wayfair in my future. What did the card say? That's what it said. It said, no construction, please. Oh, my God. Hey, all I'm saying is I'm a romantic at heart.
1: Well, I like the idea of hanging out with some friends on Valentine's Day, but not calling it Galentine's.
0: Uh-huh. Valentines is where girls get together and do cunnilingus on each other.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I just think it's like it's a I, fun. You know, men
0: have a version of that, right? What? Palentine's. This is where you and your pals get together and you watch the fi- watch the fights.
1: I think it'd be fun to like go dancing on Valentine's Day. I don't know. I mean, it's it all feels very like overpriced, right? Like if you go eat dinner, it's good. they're going to charge you more. There's more traffic,
0: but it'll be People red. Selling
1: you red roses.
0: I mean Valentine's Day. Why do you? I mean. Anyway, here's the point.
1: Like today, I went to I was having coffee with a friend, and we went next door to the massage place, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I can get a massage today." And they didn't have any openings, but then they followed us out and gave us each two, a, a red rose.
0: For really?
1: Yes, we were walking around town, each holding a red rose.
0: Because they didn't have space for you, they gave you Just a because red because rose. Because
1: Valentine's Day pregame Valentine's weekend. Week and they were just giving out red roses. Here
0: is my message to you everyone out there in Valentine's land. If you are single and you feel especially I hate this this whole thing where people go like on Mother's Day You know my mom was awful and so i can't help but be but suffer on valentine's i can't find love so i can't help but feel inadequate these are all made up things that hallmark created why would you let some widget on the calendar make you feel better or worse if you're single and you don't have a valentine that's fine go to the movies go see rrr it's on netflix right now treat treat yourself and if you're in a relationship you don't have to plan an, the perfect night. Just go get some Chinese food and watch RRR. I guess that's my message. Watch RRR.
1: Are we going to give each other gifts?
0: Hell no. I mean, do you want me to get you a gift? You want me? You want some crushed red velvet? I will. You want some more tulips? Yeah, yeah I pronounce it tulips. Yeah,
1: you, the way you're pronouncing tulips is, make, is, is kind of making me not want them.
0: Ooh, I like that. That seems really good. I got to figure out a pronunciation key for all flowers.
1: I do remember like giving giving valentines to kids at school that was kind of fun i guess i'll tell
0: you what i do like genuinely like about valentine's day i hmm. i like um those russell stover hearts ew i think they're delicious
1: wait the pink ones that say things
0: yeah the little ones that say things i think they're good the i was stale a big candy ones. i was a big nico wafer freak growing up anybody remember y'all remember nico wafers real good they're made of valentine heart but they're discs and they're real good and they got chocolate ones those are good and peppermint ones are good too real good so I'm I'm not, I'm not mad at a uh, at a Russell Stover candy heart.
1: Wait, so didn't people write in, honey? Can we see what some people maybe we can help people instead indeed. of just arguing?
0: They did indeed. We have a bunch of questions submitted from our listeners specific to Valentine's Day, or as Natasha calls it, Galentine's Day. God. Um. Did you send them, Laura? No. Okay. She didn't even fucking send them. Okay. No problem, Laura. We'll do it your way. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. I got a product for you.
1: Yeah, what is it?
0: It's something that I've been hoping they would invent for a long-ass time. It's deodorant, but it's not just for your armpit, Natasha. Yeah? It's for your whole-ass body, including your ass. (laughs) Lumi is a new deodorant that is safe to use and will make you smell sweet all over, including your booty hole, your belly button, your vulva, your feet... Your undertitty, your thigh folds, all that. It's made for every crack and orifice that you've got.
1: It's created by an OBGYN who saw too many women being overtreated with antibiotics they didn't need for external day to day odor. And what she discovered is that the vagina is not to blame for the odor below the belt and external odor needed an external solution.
0: <laughs> so she created Lumi. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and controls odor for seventy-two hours. Now listen. Hey,
1: hey! If your pussy steak.
0: This is an interesting thing in that, in that you know you put deodorant in your armpit, but like other parts of your body do actually smell after a hard day's work, Incru- including, you know, when you get home, your your, your 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 booty crack.
1: Can I talk to you about your thigh folds?
0: I'm just saying This actually is a good idea Because you put it on And you smell good all over Okay Why only your armpits When you be stanking all over Hey
1: listen Sometimes I smell something And I'm like Hmm I don't even know where that's from It's usually (laughs) from you
0: Okay All you do It's like a cream And they have sticks That go on like regular deodorant And you can put them on your private parts And you also There's a cream that you can put on You take a little pea size amount And you apply it to wherever you want it's effective, it's pH balanced, it's totally safe, and it controls your odor. So what are you waiting for? Get started on your Lumi starter pack today. They've got over 150,000 five-star reviews. It will work okay. We, right now, for our listeners, you can get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with the code HONEYMOON at Lumi, L-U-M-E, deodorant.com, Lume deodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit Lume deodorantcom using the promo code Honeymoon.
1: I love the Lumi Starter Pack, which lets you build a custom bundle of their best-selling products and customize your scents. They have
0: toasted coconut,
1: lavender sage.
0: There's an unscented. There's a fresh alpine,
1: clean tangerine. I mean, you can it's you can totally pick whatever you want. And uh,
0: I'm excited because I'm smelling wipes. I'm smelling wiped up. I'm smelling my thigh folds are smelling like coconuts. I'm f- my nuts are smelling like coconuts. What can I say?
1: Honey, I'm glad you've been wiping those nuts.
0: Okay, one more time. You got to try it. That's a special offer. You get $5 off that Lumi starter pack with the code Honeymoon at LumiDeodorant.com. That's 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code Honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yamos. Yeah, I know how I feel about it i love it but i've never worn a bra how do you feel about underwire
1: oh that is so 90s
0: <laughs> i have a bra company that i want to pitch to you natasha i think you're gonna love it it's called honey love have you tried it
1: you know they sent me one and i have tried it and i i stopped wearing bras because of the underwire situation
0: well they've revolutionized the bra game you no longer have to deal with uncomfortable underwire without sacrificing support you will immediately feel and see the difference. Did you feel and see the difference, Natasha?
1: I loved it. I got their new bestseller crossover bra. It is so comfortable. It is sure to be your new go-to. This bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any of those dumb underwires. Plus, mesh detailing adds a touch of sexy. Even Moshe thought it was sexy. And that guy doesn't like lingerie.
0: They were nice. I got to be honest. They look pretty good. Uh, Let me tell you this also. Honey, love, they don't just do bras. They've got really comfortable shapewear, tanks, and leggings for everyday support.
1: And for the more relaxed lounge bra, I recommend their v bra. It offers the support of a traditional bra without the uncomfortable underwire. And it's designed to lift and separate
0: with molded cups. Oh, I love molded cups.
1: not a shelf-like bra that creates a Uniboob effect I hate Uniboob I used to I used to do that I didn't know any better
0: Well now you know Now you know Because you know Honey Love They've got you covered For your everyday look Workouts Weddings and more
1: Also Honey Love Has more than just bras They have incredibly Comfortable shapewear Tanks and leggings For everyday support And I gotta admit I am in leggings More than I would Like to admit And I do think that Having a variety These are so cute So comfortable And I, I just I love the whole
0: line I love you in it. I love looking at you, and I do not love Uniboob.
1: Also, you can treat yourself to the best shaper on the market and save 20% off at HoneyLove.com with the code HONEYMOON. Use code HONEYMOON at HoneyLove.com.
0: Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot girl season thanks to Honey Love. Um, all right. All right. So here we go. Our first Valentine's Day question. How does someone... This is kind of what we're talking about. How does someone celebrate Valentine's Day without leaning into its capitalist and exploitative roots? And another person asks, is Valentine's Day a scam? I have some thoughts about this. Natasha, does anything come to your mind?
1: Well, I mean, you can never go wrong with, like, a homemade thing. So, like, making someone... Some kind of dessert or making someone, if you're, if you're art more artistically inclined. Can I just press
0: pause on what you're saying? Okay. You can never go wrong by making someone a homemade dessert? Did you say that? Well, I,
1: I would i would always veer towards making them a painting.
0: Do you not remember chocolate cake cake? Do you not remember chocolate cake cake? Because <laughs> I went wrong by making somebody a homemade dessert.
1: But if you would have made me that beautiful chocolate cake for Valentine's Day, I would be like, whoa. But instead, you were like, this is your whole birthday present. <laughs> So yes, I think that for Valentine's Day if you make for, a homemade chocolate cake for your lover that would be great so you can make a painting, okay. so you can a never homemade card
0: you can go poem. when you say you can never go wrong making a homemade uh, dessert you mean you can go n- not go wrong 364 days a year <laughs> but there is one day where you can definitely go wrong
1: listen the cake was nice Moshe it was just uh, it was just a lot for it to be like the only thing mm-hmm that's all I'm saying.
0: Okay, no, no, no. I was just, I was just making sure I understood wh- where you're coming from.
1: But I, but if someone's like feeling like it's capitalistic or exploitative, am I pronouncing those right?
0: Exploitative. Ex- I think. Exploitive. Exploitative.
1: Exploitative.
0: Exploitative. Two lips. <laughs> exploitative two lips. We are
1: all getting dumber. <laughs> Uh, like uh, with every um, groundhog or can, cat video I, I watch. I can
0: feel myself getting dumber because right now I'm reading this um, trilogy, really long trilogy called The Three Body Problem, um, this sci fi trilogy, Chinese sci fi trilogy. By the way, if you're looking for some good sci fi, it's the best thing I've read in so long. But anyway, I'm listening to it on audiobook, but I also have the hard copy. So I can oh, like. Are you
1: going back and forth?
0: I'm going back and forth.
1: How does that work?
0: Uh, I just find where I'm at in the audiobook and I read from there. And that's. But I are you
1: enjoying the experience?
0: Uh, Well, this is what I'm saying. I'm finding it really difficult to read the book.
1: After listening to the audio
0: book. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just having a harder time reading these days.
1: I bet you that's not quite recommended.
0: By who? Skip.
1: Well, it's like if you have glasses on and then you take them off, you can't read as well as if you weren't
0: wearing them. This is a fantastic analogy, but I I mean, isn't it just I want to get through the book? My point is, I think I'm a worse reader than I used to because my attention span is kind of fried.
1: Oh, speaking of books, here's how you lean into Valentine's Day. Yes. It's like, I think it's something small but romantic. You know, like, like a book that means a lot to you that you want to give someone as a gift. Oh, that's or, nice. Like, you know, obviously you don't want to wait in line at sees Candy. But like, I, I just think there's something... I think almost like the smaller the better, small and poignant and romantic. Sm- romantic. Is I the do way y- to go. A
0: book. I do the v the v on the lips like that little face. That's like a small romantic gesture that ladies love.
1: You know what? I think I'm gonna get you something though. Should
0: really? You're oh man. See now the pressure's on. Now I gotta get you something. Maybe I'll make you a chocolate cake. Uh, here's my thought about about capitalist and exploitative roots of everything. Other than maybe Columbus Day, because I don't quite understand what you are celebrating on Columbus Day, but I mean this in everything, not just holidays. In everything, you know, this the cliche is there are no ethical choices in in capitalism. You know, it's like you got to just give yourself a pass on all this stuff if it makes you feel good to uh, celebrate. a a valentine's day or to have a thanksgiving meal or what even though you know it's like laden with horrifying problematic historical roots or capitalism that you know that, that where people are just trying to convince you to buy and purchase stuff but it makes you feel nice you know then you just do the thing that makes you feel nice and you live the rest of your life life in an ethical way you know and so i just feel like you cannot escape the 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 crunching teeth of capitalism. It's not like if you go do something else, you're gonna have an, a, a an ethically perfect day. It's like the idea that you you know people like. Uh, you know, oh, you don't drive a Tesla now because Elon Musk is turning into an asshole. But you're still it's not you're still driving a car. No, none of the car companies are good. So, and you go, oh, don't don't invest in Wells Fargo. I mean, Wells Fargo is pretty fucking bad, but they go, don't use Wells Fargo because they have pernicious fees, but every fucking bank is taking advantage of people and putting them into debt and foreclosing on their houses and having pernicious student loans and interest rates. They're, you just cannot escape the problematics of being alive in society today so i say you know what do your best
1: here's a great question um is pulling out necessary on valentine's no. day no
0: and everybody knows that that's a stupid question you don't have to wear condoms and you don't have to pull out right
1: i mean definitely pull maybe put it on her face
0: natasha For
1: valentine's day
0: what the fuck like in the shape of a heart mm. that is not like you that kind of humor is definitely something I would expect from me but not from you of course is pulling out necessary on valentine's day what is the implication of that question i know it's a joke question but what is the what is the logic behind the joke that that you can't get pregnant on valentine's day that sperm swims backwards on valentine's day
1: well it's actually connected to another question down here which someone asks i feel like it's slightly awkward having sex on valentine's day birthday etc agree
0: disagree Uh, that's interesting and i
1: I totally remember the night you asked me to marry you Mm -hmm. we had sex and i did feel a little weird oh you did well i felt weird because it was like i do now let's fuck
0: Uh, now i'm horny i got horny i remember (laughs) getting horny for, and that felt interesting. I don't know. It felt like weird because it was so emotional. And then all of a sudden it was sick. But it also felt, isn't that kind of what you're supposed to do? It's like, but don't you con- get
1: horny every three hours anyway?
0: No, this was like, I, this felt connected. I don't know. It's interesting. But isn't that the best way to like, const, like you know, uh, officialize your your love is to make love or something like that? That's why they call it making love.
1: Yeah, just don't get in your head about it if it happens. But it's It's actually more awkward to not have sex with your partner on valentine's day
0: i think what this person is getting uh to is the idea that having sex where you are under any pressure to make it more romantic is awkward Mm. anytime it's supposed to be not like oh this this night of sex really should be romantic but natasha and i we always make love in the same way which is deep unceasing eye gazing right and then me whispering in your ear i need you i want you you're mine i'm yours I am Mrs. Le- Mister Legero, you know, and I say that like a mantra.
1: Would you change your name
0: to Legero
1: Moshe Legero?
0: No, I would not. Would you change your name to Natasha Kasher?
1: No, just because it doesn't sound that good.
0: Okay, here's another question: uh, Do you have to go out to dinner on Valentine's Day evening? I mean, this is. Back to the first thing I was saying, if it makes you feel good to go out on Valentine's Day, it makes you feel like even though you're engaging in a bizarre conveyor belt like ritual that everybody's engaged in around love, if it makes you feel good, you do it. If it makes you feel bad or pressure or no, you don't have to go to dinner on Valentine's Day night.
1: And also like I I would. I think it's a little bit of a red flag if a woman expects to be taken out to like a pre fixed meal on Valentine's Day.
0: I'd go further. What? I'd say it's a red flag if anybody in the relationship cares a lot about Valentine's Day.
1: Well, here's a related question. Um, Should I believe a girl I just started dating when she says she doesn't care about Valentine's Day? Uh, Yeah. that's a little hard because I say I don't care about it. But at the same time, I would like the smallest gesture. I don't want jewelry. But I would like like a little something cute or just something to be like, hey... The whole world is acknowledging, or not, I don't know, it's, it's it's just an American holiday, right?
0: I don't actually know. The, the you know. I, I don't know. Do m- they do Valentine's Day in other countries?
1: Maybe they do versions of it.
0: Interesting. Laura? Laura's checking. Okay.
1: Definitely in Canada, they gotta do this shit.
0: Uh, well, Canada, I mean, what is the difference, really? I mean, uh, well, yeah, all of the murders, but other than that, it's kind of the same place. Um. It's global. We, we just found out. Okay, so know. everyone in it's the part world. part of the globalist uh, George Sorosian um, plan to take over the world.
1: Everyone in the world is telling their loved one in some way. Some are cheesy. Some ways are cheesy. Some ways are cool. Hey, write her a song.
0: No, don't no write her a song. No one's going to think do that. Do not write her a song. If
1: you're talented.
0: Absolutely don't why? write her a song. That's d- quadrupling down. There's no more romantic gesture. and with a, there, First of all, there's no more romantic gesture on earth if you do it right. And there's no uh, greater potential for absolute backfire. I mean, do you know how many guys have been like, I wrote a song for you and that was the end of their relationship when they sang it?
1: Then they weren't talented. I just think there's something yeah, cool about a very small romantic gesture. Here's
0: the s- secret. Here's the answer to this question. And this is something from that I take from years of dating. Um, a walk is always your best bet. Ooh. So somebody says, "Oh, I don't like Valentine's." You go, you know what? Me neither. Why don't we just get together and go for a walk that day? Go for a nice walk through nature. Easy.
1: Look at all the idiots with their red roses.
0: Yeah. Go count idiots. But like, to,
1: definitely do something, even if it's that, counter. To- isn't
0: it that? Isn't that a good idea? Just oh, let's go for a walk. N- no walk in the woods or the mountains or has ever been uh, negative. It, no, it's it's not. It's not overly romantic and it's not unromantic. It's like the perfect thing. So that's what you do. I'm telling you, that is what you. Do. You. Should you still ask your husband? Oh, I'm sorry. Rather, should your husband still ask you to be his valentine?
1: Get out of this 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 whole thing. It, yeah. You're not like, will you be my valentine? You're stuck. Is you your husband eight? Any choice.
0: Is your husband in third grade <laughs> with you? Because if not, hell no. Will you be my valentine?
1: Okay, this one's hard. We just met a week ago. It's going great. Do I expect something for Valentine's Day?
0: No. You don't don't.
1: expect it, but should she have a little something for him?
0: No, just, I don't know because she's a woman.
1: What if it was like, what's the smallest thing you could get someone?
0: A walk. I'm telling you a walk is like perfect. Hey, you know what? Let's just go for a walk.
1: People like tangible things they can think about someone. Like what about like a crystal?
0: A crystal? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. What if
1: you've been dating for like, okay, a week. A week? A week. We just met a week don't ago and it's going great. <laughs> don't do it. How many dates have you been Sister, on? Sister, <laughs> don't, don't
0: do it. If he gets you something, be stoked. If he doesn't, just, no, just don't do it. Okay, wait, uh, don't, don't keep scrolling because this one's good. This one connects directly to what we're just talking about. Why is Valentine's Day generally focused on men doing things for women? Guys want flowers too. Great question. They don't, no, they don't. They don't want flowers. But why is that? Why is it all about like Valentine's, the whole thing is like, here, woman. Here are f- soft things for you.
1: I guess because men are typically the wooers.
0: Sure, I guess that's real. In 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 this pig ass capitalist patriarchal society, mm-hmm. we got to flip that script. How about a new controller for my PS five? Um, that would be a really nice little gesture.
1: No, that's like that's not romantic. That, you you seem to miss the romance part.
0: <laughs> what do you think? Uh, this is a real. Like question. you
1: started sending me like. Like shoes and pants that you wanted for Christmas.
0: Here's a real question.
1: So you didn't feel guilty for buying them yourself? Here's a real question. What?
0: What do you think a romantic gesture for you to do to me is?
1: Um, A
0: romantic gesture for a man.
1: Oh, for for me to do to you?
0: That's right. Because you say I'm missing what romance is. What is romantic that a woman does for a man?
1: Well, I tried to do it at Hanukkah. I tried to find some cool poems and put them on the wrapping paper, but... No one really read them or cared.
0: Oh, I didn't. I I read them. Didn't I read them? Or I don't know. You thought thought that was romantic or cool? Because when I read that, I go, that's cool. I'm not like, oh. Well,
1: they weren't particularly romantic poems, but you could like write one out and give it to someone. You would write me a poem? I wouldn't write it. I would find a poem. I don't find my, I'm not a poet, but I I would find a poem that meant something.
0: What's something romantic that you've done for me?
1: Um, um. Well, don't put me on the spot. Well,
0: it's okay. I can answer it for you.
1: I put up with your dog for 12 See, years? See,
0: that's, that's not romantic. That's, in fact, op- opposite. No, I think we're on to something here. You think that a man doesn't understand romance. I think this question has a much deeper significance, which is that romance really doesn't have anything to do with a man receiving anything. Romance... I mean, the most the most hacky version of and obviously we're in the middle of very kind of uh heteronormative the dichotomies here but the most romantic thing that like the tip that a woman does in a cliche way is like like the cliche version is like i got you a i got a nightgown a a teddy i bought some lingerie right mm mm-hmm. which by the way no guy wants Nobody's Moshe, no.
1: you're wrong. You don't like lingerie. Most men do. No, a lot of men no, do. No,
0: no, Moshe, no. Moshe, a
1: lot no. of men like lingerie. Oh, I can't, okay, I did something oh, romantic once. I picked you up at the airport in a fur jacket that had underwear underneath, and that you was, said you didn't like lingerie.
0: That's not what I said when you arrived. Are you kidding you me? You told me later. You paint the craziest <laughs> you picture told of me. me it's later. insane, Natasha. You did
1: tell me later. You were like, just so you know, I want you to know I don't like lingerie.
0: Oh my god. You
1: didn't say that?
0: There was it connected or was it just a different thought?
1: Well, you were just just a heads up.
0: But was it connected to your picking me up in the in the car?
1: No, you tolerated it when I picked you up.
0: What are you talking about? I thought it was hot. I might have told you in a separate unrelated conversation that I'm not in the lingerie.
1: But I don't think that that is I think I think you're in the it, it, in the minority there
0: fellas i know we got a lot of a lot of fellas listening in i mean the venn diagram
1: i do think between
0: andrew tate podcast and this podcast is a solid black circle right in tell us are you a big fan of lingerie are you a big fan of women's underwear
1: by the way i have i've had like 15 boyfriends you're the only person i've ever met who said they don't like lingerie
0: um Wait, I mean, where are you, you going, Morris? Come back. Okay. Have you
1: ever watched porn? Well,
0: here's another question that's connected. What if you have been married ten years and want to wear a nana robe versus sexy undies?
1: Well, See, Mo- you, Moshe would like that. He'd want to date you.
0: No, I, I also don't like un- ugly underwear. I'm just saying, like anytime there's like lace and garter belts and like. All this stuff, I'm just like, what? Who's this for? This feels like it's for you, not for me. For me? Yeah. It feels what like, do oh, I want
1: to wear a garter belt know. to you're the like, airport for?
0: You were like recreating some White Snake music video with like coke teased hair, like crawling on a Camaro. So hood. you
1: think that lingerie is kind of like outdated in '80s?
0: Yeah, but they I th- have
1: modern. I mean, there's like cute yeah, stuff. So I've seen it. It's cute. But you don't like-, like crotchless panties?
0: Fuck no, no crotchless panties. I mean, I don't. It's not
1: Moshe. You are gonna get womped. I don't these. think so. You are.
0: Fellas only, because women's opinion on this doesn't count. This is a men's question to answer, right? You got to admit that. I can't get whomped from a woman writing in. My husband loves it. Oh, does he tell you that? I
1: mean, this is a hot take, and I think you're wrong.
0: I'm. I can't wait to get hear back from everybody. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We uh, is
1: Valentine's Day a good time to make your relationship official, or is it too much pressure?
0: Absolutely, it's too much pressure. That is
1: just kind of us. Uh, don't do that.
0: That's that's what Natasha was saying earlier. Basic.
1: That's real basic. That's, that's basic. like prefix meal. Paying four times what they usually charge for and then having like a bad meal. Of
0: all things in a relationship, I think that they should we make this official conversation is the one that should be done with the most like easy breezy, no pressurey, like just let's have a conversation. Not like, hey, it's Valentine's Day. And I thought no better time than for us to make the. It's like. That, to me, shouldn't be romantic.
1: I'd probably break up with someone if they they tried (laughs) to, like, make Valentine's Day our anniversary.
0: Oh, And here's the opposite question. Uh, We have a, a listener who writes, what to do for Valentine's Day after a major breakup? This, again, like... Do not pay it any attention. Valentine's Day is not important unless it makes you feel good. Drop it all if it doesn't make you feel good. Everybody does this thing where they dis- uh, they allow the calendar to make them feel bad about, it. I'm lonely because it's Christmas and I'm estranged from my family. I And I'm not trying to be non-compassionate to people's loss or whatever, but the truth is you shouldn't let the hallmark greeting card company have invented something that you now feel like a piece of shit about because you're not with somebody so go get a massage go to the movies on your own go to a comedy show by yourself treat yourself but don't pay any attention to this
1: okay here's a good one for valentine's should i finally ask for that rim job
0: oh that is a great one uh, right after he doesn't pull out ask for, for um listen
1: I- if it's not happening it's not happening on Valentine's Day. Oh, but you haven't even asked for it yet. Yeah, you got
0: to ask at least once. And I think val- there is no better time than Valentine's is Day. Is a
1: rim job where you're like licking their asshole for like a really long time? Is it a specific <laughs> no. thing or are you just kind no. of licking it?
0: It's it- a rim job. Wait, you thought a rim job.
1: Was licking an asshole.
0: No, it is. But you thought it was possible that just licking it wasn't a rim job, but if you lick it for 15 minutes, it becomes a rim job?
1: Yeah, like if you just like kind of (laughs) lick it for a second, (laughs) is that still a rim job? I don't know. I figure a rim job is you lick it till they come.
0: Listen, if you show me the man who can come unstimulated from a rim job, or the woman for that matter, and I will show you a very adventurous and happy person. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh? You ever smoke too much weed where you just get a little too high to function?
1: Yeah, it always ends in tears.
0: I've noticed when you get so high that you can't really function. And I'm thinking to myself, why didn't you just go with the dad grass?
1: It's crazy enough out there. We shouldn't send your world spinning. Ditch the paranoia and take a toke off something low-dose and highly enjoyable. Dad grass harkens back to the mellow joints of the 70s that keep your soul light and your head right.
0: By the way, they've got this really cool new thing. It's called the Rose Rolled Joint. It's just in time for Valentine's Day. You could order it right now. The love child of two groovy plants with far-out flowers, rose and this smokable CBD hemp. You're going to love it. Get it for your loved one.
1: Dadgrass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind.
0: All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S.
1: They also offer the finest tinctures and gummies on the market. All the mellow goodness, no smoke required. You can do it, like, around your kids, you
0: know. Yeah, right now Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com honeymoon.
1: Go to dadgrass.com slash honeymoon for 20% off your first order.
0: That's dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. Hi, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know what I look forward to every single night? Uh,
1: me in my bustier and garter like, belt?
0: Yeah, but where are you going to be in that bustier and garter belt? we are uh, going to be lying? On our
1: Helix mattress. You're
0: God dang right. Right after I get through ravaging your body in that beautiful lingerie, I turn over and I sleep in the most comfortable mattress I have ever laid down upon, my Helix mattress. We
1: re- Our sleep really has improved since we got this mattress because we got the cooling top. And Moshe likes to sleep with it at 78 degrees, like almost like the feeling of being in a hospice at night. And I start sweating.
0: And this keeps her cool, but it keeps me supported because it's really firm and it's just perfect for us. We love our Helix mattress. We sleep on Helix mattress every night of the week. That is not a joke. That is a real testimonial to Helix mattresses. We love them. They come right to your door. You open them up, they pop into shape, and they're ready to sleep on that night. They are so awesome.
1: Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids.
0: We can now offer you 20% off. 20% off. All orders from Helix. I
1: want to buy more Helix mattresses just uh, to have them.
0: I do too. 20% off all mattress orders with two free pillows for our listeners. Just go to helixsleep.com slash honeymoon.
1: You got to take the quiz.
0: This is their best offer yet and will not last long. With Helix, you can sleep better and you can do it now. Um, how? Here's one. My boyfriend hates Valentine's Day. How do I approach a discussion with him that I wish to celebrate it? What do you think, Natasha? Hmm. It's a tough one.
1: Well, this is where you have to go kind of indie, which is what I was suggesting in the very beginning. What's something very unique, like no red roses, no baby's breath, no like prefix, no like whatever everyone else is doing. Nothing expensive, but you just have to go lo-fi. You have to like think of something fun to do and just kind of like. Make him his favorite. You could maybe maybe just make him his favorite food or order in, make him his favorite food and watch like a romantic movie, you know, like do something.
0: That brings me to this other question. He,
1: oh, let me just finish this because he might not like it because he doesn't want to get ripped off.
0: But that brings me to, to this next question. But I wanted to add to what you were saying. Um, if she wants, I this is a lesson taught to me straight from the mouth of, of Ms. Lugero, which is. It's also okay to say to your partner I know you hate Valentine's Day but like it makes me feel good to celebrate it. Like that's kind of what you did with birthdays, you know I know you don't care about them that much but it makes me feel good to celebrate it. Just tell him that. Y- you don't have to be enthusiastic but just know that it makes me feel good for us to do something around it. So can we just do that? And if he's not a jerk, he'll go okay, I'll get over my thing where I hate Valentine's Day and tell him I'm now I'm down to go indie. I don't need you to take me to Nobu and buy me a dozen red long stem red roses, but I need some little thing, acknowledgement.
1: Well, I think acknowledgement is is probably she wants some kind of present.
0: Sure, get me little something. You don't have to get me Russell Stover's stuffed chocolates.
1: No, Russell Stover's stuffed chocolates is a little something and it sucks and don't ever get someone that.
0: But to your point about romantic movies this question is my boyfriend and i have covid again so we had to cancel our plans any ideas for what to do and i thought when i read that what you were just saying about this other question which is thank god and the, the the sickness that makes you stay home for five days they've made an entire genre of like really great movies um that you can watch and make yourself feel a little bit romantic the romantic comedy or just the romantic movie i wanted to ask you natasha what are some of your all-time great romantic movies or romantic comedies
1: well, I mean, I'm not the right person to answer that. You don't like them? Um, well, the, I, I only like like romantic comedies and I probably, you know, people don't like those anymore. What's your favorite? Um. Well, I, I mean, obviously, I like. Uh,
0: Listen, how timid you sound. No, That's I great. don't. It's great. I love to hear. It. OK, I'll take over. I know another one you like that is Harold Ahmad, right?
1: I don't, would not exactly call that a romantic comedy. It
0: is kind of though. It's an unusual one. It's more indie, right? My favorite movie of all time is a romantic comedy, when Harry met Sally. Okay. What?
1: No, I like. Yeah, I know. You've said that before.
0: What else? What else? Any others? Any? No. Any? Ro- just straight romance.
1: Swept away. That's a good romantic movie.
0: What about? Um. Oh, by not the way, the one with Madonna. If you haven't seen, um, Casablanca. That's kind of a romance movie, and it's great. That's a banger right there.
1: Like, I just don't get... the. I'm not into the Bridget Jones of it all.
0: Sure, but there's so many good... Have you ever seen like the...
1: Like, if Hugh Grant's in it, I'm, I like out. him, but I'm not watching that.
0: Have you ever seen... Julia
1: Roberts? No, I don't think so. Pretty Woman is J-Lo? a good... No, I think I'm not going to be watching
0: Pretty that. Woman is a good movie. I mean, Pretty Woman's good.
1: Uh, I would... I, not big to differ? Who, that gray-haired guy? I don't think so.
0: Yeah, Richard Gere, (laughs) World Sexiest Man, People Magazine, 1989.
1: I don't know if I could do that.
0: Uh, What about, have you ever seen The Notebook? I've never seen it, and I'm tempted to see it because I've... Oh, by the way, speaking of things we've never seen in romance movies, Natasha, do you remember when we taped our special, our Netflix special, the next day we were in Austin, we put so much pressure and time into it, and it was like we had this day off, and you were very pregnant, and they were showing Titanic in a theater in Austin... And you and I watched. I watched Titanic for the first time with you in the theater in Austin. Titanic's a pretty good movie.
1: It was pretty good. Quite I can't a romance. Say it's exactly my favorite kind of movie. No,
0: but it's it's undeniable, isn't it? It was good. Have you seen The Notebook? No. I haven't either. Are you interested? No. Yeah, I guess I'm not really either, but I am interested like, in being interested.
1: Is it is it a period piece?
0: It is. Uh, it is not a period piece. No, I don't believe it is. No.
1: Any is it like a Rachel McAdams
0: movie? I do think it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, Ryan the hot guy from uh, Drive. What's his name? What what's the guy's name? Gosling, the Gosling, the goslinator The guy from um <laughs> uh um eight eight pregnancies or whatever. John Gosling.
1: Listen, I would try to like find some like um I wish I I wish I had done some homework on this
0: the greatest romantic uh, but, movies but cool like let's look them up offbeat let's look them up no
1: if you look it up it's just going to have all these terrible mm-hmm. like movies about i think
0: we've so far these are some good suggestions best romantic comedy of all time does have a bit of a baggage connected to it
1: hey, that was a funny oh, movie i never I saw mean, that i am honestly like i've i had always seen i'd seen every movie every year mm-hmm. and um kind of love them
0: all. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, but when, No,
1: no, I didn't like the last two.
0: When Harry Met Sally. <laughs>
1: whatever that. When is.
0: Harry Met Sally, best movie ever. Here's fa- the thing. Favorite movie I've ever seen in my life. And I written by a woman who doesn't have any uh, cloudy issues in her childhood. And, and um, I love When Harry Met Sally. The Princess Bride, you could kind of consider that a romantic comedy, sort of, in a way. Not really, but kind of.
1: Okay. Here's a question. Should a single person take themselves out to dinner or would that just bum people out? Listen, I wouldn't do that. However, it could be kind of fun to sit at the bar and watch people on Valentine's day. If you could get like a good, a good, um, what's like a good seat, uh,
0: like a viewing seat. Mm-hmm. It's just one dining this evening. That's right. I'm here to watch. Uh, I
1: I kind of like that. As long as you wouldn't feel weird. Who cares if you bum other people out? They're too, you know, focused on their Russell Stovers.
0: Yeah, I who gives a fuck about ever bumming other bumming other people out by you just living your life? Fuck, <laughs> fuck those people. Uh, everybody should just have as much fun as they can, whether they have a date or not. This is so stupid. Yeah, ultimately, Valentine's Day, ultra stupid. And we don't... Do we even do anything on Valentine's Day, you and I? If we weren't doing this... Comedy festival?
1: Um, I think we try to do something.
0: Yeah. What can you do? All right. And
1: also, I think it'd be nice, like, if you are a married couple, because that's what other people are asking. Like, you know, have we given up? If we're a married couple, we don't do anything. What if you establish a thing?
0: How about romantic comedy Valentine's Day? On Halloween, I always have friends over to watch a horror movie. It's just every single year I do that. Why not do that with your partner? Okay, let's make our way through the greatest romantic movies of all time. From here to eternity... A lot of good romance. Oh, it happened one night. There's a lot of good ones out there. All right. Let's keep going. What do we got? What do we got? Okay. Shh. What should I get my girlfriend? She's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um... I feel like. Is, uh, oh, I know it. I know the answer. <laughs> um, Red hot. Fi- red hot fire. You know, the cinnamon schnapps with the devil. It's like red alcohol. Or like, you
1: could get her some weed gummies. You try could, to switch her over. Oh,
0: you could get her um, like a gift certificate to the Betty Ford Clinic.
1: A massage? Don't, definitely don't get her alcohol.
0: Why not? That's what she loves. Ugh. That's her love language. But when Honey, her says, love language is alcohol.
1: Saying she likes to drink is different than saying she's an alcoholic.
0: Well, I think he's probably being a little sarcastic. He probably wouldn't have dropped that bomb that hard.
1: Listen, I'm sorry for going through all of movies. I, I, you know, I can't help that those were always my favorite movies that I was inspired by. Just
0: condemn him now. Huh? Just condemn him now and all, mm-hmm. will, be for, all will be forgiven if you condemn him now.
1: I mean, I have nothing condemn to say him. about any of it. I'm just condemn saying. Condemn him. I'm just, just say I condemn him. I'm just saying those movies were like a big inspiration I for my life.
0: And now I condemn him. <laughs> you know, it was a big inspiration for me. What? The music of R. Kelly. But I condemn him now. I condemn him now. Moshe. Okay, let's move on to another question. Uh, Our final question of the Is this everything? Okay. How can I make Valentine's Day sexy without trying too hard? This is a good question. Maybe a good way to end things.
1: Well, I mean, don't wear lingerie, according to Moshe.
0: I think that sex does the heavy lifting for being sexy. I've always felt that. If you have sex with someone, it'll be sexy. That's my feeling.
1: That is kind of true.
0: But here's my bigger feeling. Everybody. Oh, but life... don't
1: tie them up. Don't do like a new thing.
0: <laughs> don't find out.
1: Don't like bring in anal beads or something yeah, for don't, Valentine's Day. Don't,
0: don't find out. You know what is a, a way to f- make something sexy is to ask someone a long time earlier, What do you? what's something that you're into sexually? You can write it on a piece of paper that you've never had before. And then they write it down and then you do it for them on the day you want to be sexy. That way you're guaranteed that they will enjoy what's happening. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of fun. Although it's a lot of work for you, the person that read the note, to have to do that. But that way you're, never, you're not, there's nothing worse. In comedy, There's no worse feeling for me than when you do like a, you decide you're going to try a bit with like a costume or a prop and you find out in the first five seconds of doing the prop, like, oh, this is going to bomb. But the but the bit is like five minutes long and you have to go through it like there's nothing worse than having like an astronaut helmet on stage, realizing in the first five seconds that no one's going to like it. But you have a five minute astronaut helmet uh, uh, show. So that's got to be the same with trying something new sexually, you know, where you're like, ooh, guess what I got? I got the anal beads, and the look on the guy's face or the girl's faces. I'm not into that at all. And now you got to find a way to either throw the anal beads away or pretend that you're you were going to use them for something else. Or, so anyway, isn't that a good suggestion?
1: Very good suggestion. And also, let us know: is Moshe right that most men don't like lingerie? <laughs> and also, should we not revisit any movie on Valentine's Day?
0: Before we end, I wanted to say my biggest feeling about all of this and it's a feeling that I have about life in general is that everybody should just be easy on themselves like in general not just around Valentine's Day but around all expectations expectations are like guilt but but for but for uh, experiences you know it's useless It's like, I should be this. If you should have been that, you would have been. Oh, I should have a partner. Well, if you were, if you should have a partner, you would have a partner. Oh, I should have a romantic time this evening. Well, if you should have, you would have. It's just, everybody needs to just like be kind to themselves and just realize that life is difficult enough to get through without volunteering for external pressure that you never be able to live up to. Do what you want. Do what you want on Valentine's day. Have a nice time.
1: Also ease up on your neighbor. Give us a break. Yeah? Give everybody a break.
0: Give other people a break, too. Yeah. I agree. Why not? Natasha, I'm going to have a wonderful Valentine's Day with you tonight at the Chosen Comedy Festival. I will probably go out to dinner beforehand, and it'll be just great. And you know what my biggest gift will be? Mm. What will make me the happiest? Mm. That rim job. No, what will make me the happiest is if you kill tonight.
1: Aw, that's sweet. Nothing
0: makes, me, nothing makes me happier than when Natasha kills. It makes me... almost as happy as when I kill
1: that's so sweet well listen if you have a secret give us a call at 213-222-8608.
0: 213-222-8608.
1: Or if you have like something a little more intense that you'd like to talk about and uh, you want to like be a guest on our show, why don't yeah. you give us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com.
0: We have a Patreon where is it's a community of listeners to this podcast where you get all kinds of fun perks if you join. It's as little as $5 a month. That We really recommend it. We have these uh, semi-annual uh, quarterly um, dinners that we do on Zoom and they're really fun and intimate, and you can be a part of that. We'd love to have you. You get uh, access to my DJ mixes, which are also really fun, and I'd love to have you. Honey,
1: we're trying to get people to join oh, our Patreon. Uh, also, subscribe on YouTube, and uh, that's where I watch my podcasts personally.
0: Okay, Natasha, because it's Valentine's Day, I don't often tell you this, but I have something very, very significant to let you know.
1: Yeah, I love you. I love you too. back.